It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And we're back here on Inside Black and Gold, brought to you by the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. And as most people are going to be well aware, there is nothing stopping literally anyone in the NFC from getting to the playoffs. It very much feels like two to three wins in a row will guarantee anyone the NFC South title. And the question is, who's going to be able to do that first? And, you know, if you're the Saints, you should feel like you're that team. You know, I'm Jeff Nowak alongside Steve Geller here on Inside Black and Gold. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. But my question this weekend that I posed while I was sitting here doing nothing but watching football, which was really nice, I think I kind of stumbled upon a, a hot button question and that question is if you are the saints and you finish eight and nine and win the nfc south do you consider that season to have been a success and so steve i'm curious what would you say to that question if you're winning the division yeah that's a success to me i don't care what the record is just get it done the rest of the nfc has shown too that it's been just a down year in the conference and i know you know, we kind of talked about this before this season of how stacked the AFC was. Now, I didn't expect the NFC to be this bad, but we're seeing a case where, you know, it very might be good enough to, to be an eight-win squad to win the NFC South, and I'm perfectly fine with that. And, yeah, we consider it success just to make it into the postseason this year for sure. If the season ended today, there would be two teams <laughs> in the playoffs without a winning record. Three and three gets you in the playoffs right now. Right. And that's the Rams who had a bye this week. <laughs> like having a bye is like essentially a half win because <laughs> you can expect all the teams around you to lose. <laughs> and that's that's basically where it's been. And so, yeah, if you're the Saints and you feel like, man, we can get to eight wins, you feel like you have a pretty good shot, right? You already have a win in hand against against the Falcons. They're the three and four team alongside the Bucks, who have you've lost a game to. So you are going to have to kind of think about that tiebreaker down the road. So really all you need to do to get to the playoffs, you need to go six and four and hope that the Bucks and the Falcons 
go five and five and the Panthers go somewhat worse than six and four, right? Which, you know, this is a team that wants to go worse than six and four. So they'll find a way. And I just think, you know, you're going to, you're going to end up in a situation where you're going to find some teams down the stretch of the season that aren't necessarily competing at the top level that aren't trying to get to the playoffs. They're going to try to sink to the bottom. So you should pick up some few easy wins there, but you know, I think this team can get to eight wins, right? I guess my bigger question is like, would you go all in to get to eight wins? And I would not. No, I'm not going out and trying to make these huge moves to add anything, but I I do believe that hopefully we get a lot of these guys that have been on the injured list back. And I think with a healthier squad, especially man on that defensive side of the ball, that it'll make a huge difference for the team. And I, I, I sent it to you earlier. There's only one game this week that has two teams playing with against each other with winning records and that's Seattle versus the Giants, and that's wild. <laughs> Go Giants. Go like, Daniel Jones. No, nobody would have thought that. Come on. Everyone hates Daniel season. Jones. You know, I saw an article from The Ringer this morning that was really interesting, which is like, you know, the, the big play in the NFL has now become, you know, the, the evaded sack by quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, you know, where it used to be a bomb down the field, now the big play is like you're stopped dead to rights and you're going to scramble and, and extend and get downfield whether you run it or throw it, you know, we saw Joe Burrow do it and, and throw it. You know, we saw Justin Fields do it on Monday night football and run it. And it's like one way or another, that is a huge play in a game because it turns what should have been a loss or, you know, a third down stop or a fourth down stop into a first down. And that is demoralizing for a defense. And so like, that's where the NFL has kind of gone to. And that's why, you know, you look at Daniel Jones and even the Justin Fields, that team's three and four, they're right in it. And you're just like, what do they do? Well, like, what do they do? to a degree that is better than a lot of these other quarterbacks. And it is extending plays. It is getting downfield is using your feet. And I know what people are going to say. They're going to say, well, you look at Justin Fields. Why not Taysom Hill? Well, one of the, my biggest criticisms of Taysom Hill and why I don't think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL is that he is a runner from the quarterback position. He is not a mobile quarterback. He is never using his athleticism to extend a play. He is either standing there like a statue and firing it downfield with very little touch or he is putting his head down, tucking the ball and running. There is no in-between with him. That's that sweet spot that you need to have with a guy like Lamar Jackson, with a guy like Justin Fields, you know, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Daniel Jones. All of these guys can do that. And so like the, the passing yards aren't the huge thing. It's extended drives. And that's what Daniel Jones and the Giants are doing at key points. And that's why they're six and one. It's a big part of the reason that the Saints are not because a lot of their successful drives this season have been on big plays. I think they lead the NFL in passing plays of 40 yards or more. And it's like the modern NFL is showing you one thing and the saints are, you know, it's like they're everyone's zigging and you're zagging, but it's like everyone knows that zagging isn't the way to go and you're zagging anyway. On the flip side, are they also giving up the most uh, 40 yards or more plays in the NFL? I don't think so. All right, because it feels like that, but I guess that's just, you know, the uh, the misery of watching the game. It, it, you know, everything seems like it's obviously worse than it is. See, I don't think the the I don't think explosive plays have been the biggest problem. I think the run defense has been the biggest problem. This team actually has been getting off the field on at 66% of its third downs. It has one of the top third down success rates in the NFL. And it's it has been, you know, the occasional explosive play. But, you know, the issue against the Cardinals wasn't them bombing it down the field. It was the fact that when you needed a stop, you couldn't get it because they were running it in your grill. 
And so that's why when you listen to Demario and it's like, yeah, okay, he's, he's not happy about how things are going. And that's why it's not because it's not because, you know, Tyler Lockett kept running over the top and getting big plays, you know, that, that happens to a lot of people. It's the fact that this is not an imposing defense. This is not a defense that anyone looks at and is intimidated by with the way it's playing right now. And so like, that's why I look at this and I say, the reason I would say that, Eight and an eight and nine division title is a success it has nothing to do with, you know, what you wanted to do or whether, you know, your goal is to get into the playoffs one way or another, the record doesn't matter. It's that the Eagles have your first round pick. And if you are able to win the division title at any record, you could be seven and 10, you could be six and 11. I, obviously that's not going to win the division title, but you get the idea. The best that pick can be. If you win your division is 19. And that is like, if you make the playoffs and lose in the wild card round, right? like the best they would get is 19. And so you added number 19 in this most recent draft <laughs> because the Eagles made the playoffs and lost in the wild card round. <laughs> so if you were able to do that, then it's a wash. And at the very least, you're going to be able to go into the draft and not have to hear about it <laughs> over and over and over and over and over again. And for that reason alone, I consider it to be a win. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. But r- right now, I've been hearing all the talk. I think right if the season ended now, which I hate when that gets brought up because we're nowhere near that, the Saints would give the third overall pick to the Philadelphia Eagles. And obviously, I won't say it's not going to end that way, but it, the likelihood of it finishing like that, I think, is highly unlikely. Yeah, and uh, if this season kind of has to suck already, <laughs> I'd at least like the draft to not have to feature that. So like that for that reason alone, like, yeah, hundred percent, that would be a victory. But the follow-up to that is like, does an eight and nine finish? Like if you finish the season with a six and four record in your final 10 games and you go eight and nine, does that give you any confidence that like, like you still regressed from last season, even sure. if you made the playoffs at eight and nine, because your division sucks. Like you, you were nine and eight last year in a year where you lost 58 players and you started four different quarterbacks. So like if you weren't able to improve from that, what, why would you think you can continue to improve down the road? And so that's where like you might make the playoffs. I still think you might blow it up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I I would say that at least, you know, from the early adversity, you know, once again that you're facing, that you're able to rally and get the guys motivated enough because that's a big key too. It's like keeping the players on track and still motivated to play uh, with the sight of, hopefully making the playoffs and yeah, I mean, going into next year, there's, there's a ton of questions starting with quarterback, honestly. And then, you know, some of your aging stars, who's going to stick around. Um, I know a lot of people are wondering if this team's going to move on from Michael Thomas uh, due to his injury situation. That's been constantly, ongoing and it seems to be a new injury every other day uh with him hopefully that toe issue gets fixed and we we get to at least see him at practice this week maybe uh that'd be nice uh he did send out a tweet 
uh, earlier to, on Tuesday. So hopefully that's a positive sign, not just some cryptic rap lyric that he's putting out there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, just making the playoffs, winning the division is goal number one and winning the division puts you in the playoffs. So those are, those are the biggest key right now for this team. And amazingly, it's still attainable. So I would say, yes, this season would be a huge success. Even if they can win this, the division, it'd be amazing if they can somehow pull it off right now. Yeah. And I think that would make it feel even worse. That would make the season feel even worse if like all you had to do was get to eight wins and you couldn't do it. And then there was like, if you go back to like 2018, you're going 13 and three and you're not even getting the one seed. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you're not getting a buy in the playoffs. You're, you're the three seed in the playoffs at 13 and three. Like, you know, that's, it's just, it's wild how that works. Um, but yeah. And, and, and the funny thing about it is, you know, the saints are very familiar with the prospect of a seven and nine team making the playoffs and it's like, yeah, they can win a game. We know that firsthand yeah. because that's what happened in the Beast Quake game, which is ironically, if you watch the Thursday Night Football broadcast, they had a they had like a segment of Marshawn Lynch going around the French Quarter with a sign that said, "Sorry for the Beast Quake." Oh, I uh, missed that. Yeah, and it's like, what what a, what a well timed thing because the Saints could be going to the playoffs trying to be that team again. And what how how fitting would it be? How perfect would it be if? The Saints become the seventh seed at at eight and nine, and you know the Eagles fall back and they're the two seed, which would be hard. But the only team that could probably push them is the Vikings. They would have to fall behind the Vikings to be the two seed. Otherwise, they'd be a wild card and then they'd be five. If they're the two seed and the Saints beat them in the first round of the playoffs, how how poetic would that? Be? Just to make the draft pick that they own worse. And I'll take a Beast Quake Taysom or AK showing for sure. But no, yeah, so I've been scrolling through kind of the replies, and you so you can see, like, oh, there are a lot of people who had a feeling about this. Like, I'm still scrolling. I've been scrolling, yeah. like, for the last, like, five minutes. What's the general consensus? I'm sure everyone's, if they make the playoffs, it's got to be positive, right? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Usually it's, like, one or the other, but this has been very, very 50-50 kind of split. Like, okay. some people are just like, no, this team is trash. <laughs> I don't want to watch it anymore. That'd be the worst thing that could happen. And others are like, well, yeah, I'd like to see a team in the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. Some people are like, well, if they go and they win a playoff game, that'd be a success. You know, I, I don't I don't know about that. I think either you you, you made it or you didn't. You feel good about it or you don't. Um, but it's it is just it is wild. And like it hasn't even been that long since the team made the playoffs with a losing record, right? The, it was two years ago in the 2020 season. You know, it's it's definitely a, a thing that's possible. And at, you know, my, at the end of the day, I kind of look at it like you're a football fan because you want to see unlikely things happen, right? Like, like it's part of the fun is like crazy stuff happens and you get to root for it one way or the other. So like, if you're one of the people who's like, man, I don't even want to watch if they're only going to go eight and nine to make the playoffs. Like then why are you watching it at all? Cause like, that's the, that's the fun is like things happen that you're not expecting and you get to bitch and moan about it and you get to scream about it when it's good. And that's what being a fan is, right? Yeah, and like we've seen just this season's been so wacky, you know, Tom Brady and Tampa Bay struggling. And they look bad doing it. I mean, struggling is an understatement. <laughs> they lost to the Panthers with <laughs> P.J. Walker and Chuba Hubbard as the quarterback-running back combination. It's crazy. Uh, the Packers, that's another one that no one I, – I guess you kind of expected them to have some issues with the lack of wide receivers for Aaron Rodgers, but they don't look good at all. Yeah, it's almost like having Romeo Dobbs as your top option is a bad idea. Hmm. Like – Devontae Parker, every every loss has got to be like, 
See, I'm sorry, Devontae Adams, Devontae Parker's on the on the Patriots. He also had a, he had a nice catch yesterday, but you know it's yeah, Devontae Adams is like yeah. See, you should have paid me every every time, and I mean that his his team is two and five, so it's not like he's doing much better. But I'm sure you know he's he's not you know in a in a rage pushing people over when he watches the Packers play. No, and another one too. We just saw the you know the New England Patriots, the the model for NFL franchises struggle greatly on Monday night football and lose at home to the Chicago bears. And got blown out at home by the Chicago bears. I think it was 33 yeah, and, or something. And a defense, which is bill Belichick's forte looked awful. Yeah. Cause Justin Fields is good quarterback. I'm tired of hearing about how he's, he's not a good quarterback. Like he's a good quarterback guys. Like it takes time for players to develop. That is the thing that's like drives me nuts about P- how, how teams handle rookie quarterbacks is it's like, they're going to take time. They're not going to be perfect. If you want them to be starter ready when they go in the game, they can't start as a rookie or in their first two years. You have to do what the the Chiefs did with Mahomes. Like if Mahomes started as a rookie, he would have been bad. If Aaron Rodgers started as a rookie, he would have been bad. Like they were able to develop in the background, and then when they took over, they were there. Um, if you're expecting Justin Fields to go out there on a on a on a just just I don't even know. And who's hockey roster as, as Mike Dottilio would put it. I was going to say, yeah. Who's he throwing to Darnell Mooney? Yeah. Like Darnell Mooney, no offensive line, no running game. And uh, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to elevate that team. No, it's going to take some years. Um, They also didn't have a first round pick this year because they gave up a second first round pick to go get him. That's not his fault. That's the bears fault. Right. (laughs) So like, and that's the thing, like saints fans, I don't feel like they understand this. Like if you bring in a rookie, you're going to have a down year one way or the other, right? So if you're if you're thinking after this season, you are going to have to find a new player in the a new quarterback in the draft, then you are essentially just just signing off on a rebuild because you're going to have a down year one way or the other. Yeah, and I I don't know what the future holds. Obviously, if I don't I don't think either one of these guys, Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston, are the future of this franchise, and whether it's going to be via free agency or the draft, the saints are going to have to make a move somewhere, a quarterback for sure this in this off season. Yeah. And, and I guess to kind of wrap that up, I don't think going eight and nine and making the playoffs will change that equation. Right. If you were sitting there now saying, I don't think either of these quarterbacks is the future of this team, then that's probably going to be how you feel at the end of the season. Like unless things turn around drastically to the point that you're like, wow, this is better than our wildest imagination. Fine. And that, that's all, that's all the reason you need to put James Winston back in the game, because you know that you're not going to get that from Andy Dalton. You're going to get consistent. If you are trying to just tread water and get to the playoffs and that's your only goal long-term, then fine. Stick with Andy Dalton. <laughs> Cause I think that he can tread water enough to, for this team to get to the playoffs. But if you want a team that can get to the playoffs and maybe win a game, you know, maybe, maybe ascend to the point that you really feel good about it with pieces healthy and with, you know, an offense that's had a whole season to gel, then I think it has to be, it has to be James. But again, either way, eight and nine, if they can get to 10 wins, right. If they, if they win eight of their last 10, right. If they get to a record that like you're in the playoffs and you're feeling good about it, that's another thing. Yeah. And obviously if they can go on this run that we're talking about and build some momentum, who knows what happens in the postseason, obviously, but getting that confidence and quote-unquote swagger back is is a key for this team because they are swaggerless at the moment, uh, except I'll say for some plays with Taysom 
And when Rashid Shaheed touches the ball, there's plenty of swagger there. Swag Kings. That's what we call it. Aaron's been good too. Unfortunately, he just hasn't gotten the end zone. Swag light? Swag Prince. All right, that's where we'll wrap that segment up. We're going to come back and do a live mailbag. I'm sure we have plenty of comments and questions in there that we can we can dive into. I'm sure they're nice. I'm sure they're all talking about how great this Saints team is and how good the coaching staff is and how everything should stay the same forever. Stick around on Inside Black and Gold.